Hi there, and welcome to Grab Your Light, the podcast, a podcast for young women of color who are trying to navigate a breakup, divorce, or co-parenting relationship with wisdom and grace, and all while maintaining their mental and emotional well-being. I'm Lauren, your host, and while I'm no expert, I've been through it, and now I'm here to walk you through it. So let's get to it. First, I want to welcome you if you're new here and thank you for tuning in. And if you're not new here, you've been with me for a couple episodes now. I want to thank you so much for returning. Today's episode, we're going to talk all about friendship. I have quite a few stories and quite a few tips, so I'm going to share them all. My goal is to give some pointers from the view of the person going through the divorce and then give some pointers for the friends supporting people going through divorce. Because really friendship is so very important during this time and the person going through through the divorce needs it and the friends want to provide it. And so I just want to bridge that little gap right there so that every woman out there going through heartbreak And every friend out there trying to support a woman going through heartbreak can give each other exactly what they need. So my first story is about the day that my ex left. And there's really no need to rehash those details. It has its own episode. You can check it out for all the details. But the day my ex-husband left, I mentioned that I sat with my feelings I self-soothed for a, for a moment. I did not move from the couch. I did not attempt to do anything. I just sat there and digested how I was feeling. Once that moment had passed, I really needed to tell someone. I needed someone, somebody out there to know what I was going through, to understand how I felt, to maybe even fix it for me. And... I texted three of my friends the simple words, he left. That's it. I did not have any other words to give. That was all I could utter. And I mean, honestly, it summed up what happened just fine. One of those friends is my best friend. I've known her since my first day of college over 10 years ago. I have been telling her everything during the course of our marriage because that's the nature of our friendship. The second and third friends are friends I had recently met in a mommy group. I told them a lot of the things in my marriage because they were also married and they were Christian and it was just sort of our fellowship to encourage one another, um, to advise one another. Each of them responded immediately and with great concern and each of them told me they were on their way to my apartment. They showed up. One by one, they hugged me. They didn't pry me with questions or offer criticism or add to any of my panic. They didn't criticize him or speak about the future. They just sat with me present in that moment. They listened to me ramble as I attempted to process what happened. They wiped my tears when I broke down. They assured me of my self-worth when I blamed myself. 
They ordered food and made me eat. They even entertained my daughter so she wouldn't see me crying. And then they didn't leave until I assured them hours later that I would actually sleep. I will never, ever forget about their support that day. Sitting on the floor, crying into their shoulders, feeling their comfort, that is friendship. That is what you need. That is what gets us through life's difficult moments, right? And I could not have started my divorce journey off so smoothly, I think, if it hadn't started with such great support. So here are the tips. And these are tips for both the person going through the divorce and for the friends. For the ones going through the divorce, allow your friends to help. Allow them to help. It can feel like we don't want to burden them, like we don't want to embarrass ourselves, like this is something we should keep to ourselves, like this is something private. But no, mm -mm. lean on those friends. They, they want you to lean on them and you need to lean on them. This is not something you can carry by yourself. It's too heavy. It's too big. You have to share it with people. So Tip number one, my girls, my friends, allow your friends to help. My tip for the friends, hold space. And I know that phrase gets used a lot these days because we're very mental health awareness, but it is a very accurate phrase. I think I love it. So hold space. You don't have to problem solve the divorce for them. You don't have to work out the logistics, at least not early on. If they ask later, great. But for the most part, you just have to be there. You have to be there. You have to be present. You have to listen and just hold space. Trust me, we're going to want to talk about what is happening over and over and over again because our minds need to somehow process and then accept what has happened. And the best way for us to do that is to create a narrative. And a lot of times we do that by speaking. So they're going to want to go over each and every detail. They're going to want to reflect on, did I see this coming? That super popular age old question. They're going to want to reflect on what am I going to do now? What's going to happen to my kids? I had to go to court today. They're going to need to do a lot of reflecting and processing. And so the very best thing you can do for them is to hold space. Okay. Another tip for the friends is to follow our lead. By that, I mean emotionally. There will be moments when I am talking to friends and I'm angry right? I'm angry. I am probably thinking very critically of my ex-husband. I am probably over it. In those moments, all I need my friends to do is go with it. They don't have to pile on to the critical thinking of my ex. They don't need to bash him. They just need to know that, okay, we're in an angry space today. I'm not going to try to convince her not to be angry. I'm not going to try to advise her 
that her life is really so wonderful. I'm going to just go with her. Then there were times when I would talk and it's maybe me and my ex will get back together. Maybe we'll reunite the family. And I had friends who were like, that would be amazing. If that is what you want, I'm here to support that. They followed my lead. Whatever emotion I was feeling for the day, they supported that. So that is my second tip for the friends is to just follow their lead. Listen to where she's at and go with that. Don't try to convince her otherwise. Now, of course, disclaimer, if it's something super terrible like wanting to inflict harm on themselves or somebody else, then we never want to just go with that. But all things being equal, if it's just, you know, we're going to ride an emotional roller coaster. And so just ride it with us. That's all. Another tip for the friends is to remind us or your friend of our worth. I have so many great friends who would constantly remind me of just how valuable I am and not valuable in the sense of, oh, you'll find another man or, oh, he'll come back. Just valuable in you got this. You are so strong. You are so wise. You are so capable. You are so talented. You can do this. And also reminding us of our worth in the sense of just because this one man, it did not work out with them and they may not have recognized your value doesn't mean the value is not there. It just means they did not see it. And that is really important because in a divorce, you do question yourself. You do doubt yourself. And so to have friends remind you that you're awesome is everything. So please remind your friends regularly, even if it seems random or if they seem like they're doing fine, remind them of their worth often. We'll move to story number two. So almost two years after my separation, I had a falling out with one of my friends. To be clear, this is not about her or our friendship or the falling out. You guys should know me well enough by now to know that I am not about speaking negatively about people. And we've actually had many conversations since and are in a very good space. But at the time, I asked her why she'd been distant. And part of her response was because I was divorced. I can't even explain how much that hurt me because my divorce wasn't my fault. The idea that a married woman struggled to be friends with a divorced woman was not new to me. As most of my friends at the time were married, I had noticed this distance before. So when she ex said this to me, when she explained it, I took it very personally. I felt like this is when I need you and your friendship the most and you're abandoning me. And not even abandoning me because like I did something to you, like I stole something from you or something egregious. It was simply because I was experiencing this catastrophic event, this catastrophic event that I didn't actually even put into motion. I was just on the receiving end. It seemed very selfish, I'm not going to lie, and I felt very betrayed in that moment. However, as time went by, as I was able to 
reflect on the conversations I had had with them on what I knew about the women at the time. I remembered that they occasionally felt envious of some of the things that come with getting a divorce. Some of the things like my free time, like when my daughter is with her dad or male attention from when I'm dating or newfound independence from having to take care of myself. And I remembered that this envy was often heightened if they just had an argument or rough patch with their husband. Of course, they were happy in their marriages. They were not at all trying to get divorced. But in moments of insufficiency or discontent, the grass looked greener on the other side. So it wasn't that these women had an issue with me personally because I was divorced. Rather, they recognized that my situation was triggering any momentary insecurities they were feeling in their marriages. I mean, marriage is hard and it is constant work and it is something that you have to commit to on a daily basis. So I can certainly understand now looking back that if your marriage is having a rough day, hearing about what appears to be all the things you're missing out on could be hard. And I commend them for recognizing what was triggering them and moving away from it. But again, (laughs) that took quite a bit of time to come to that place. But nonetheless, I am at that place now. And so I want to encourage the ones going through a divorce. If you have married friends and they are being a little distant, don't be too hard on them. They will likely come back It might just be that their marriage is in a tough season. It might be that some of the things you're going through are triggering for them. And at the end of the day, if they are our true friend, if we do care and love them, we want them to prioritize their well-being. So it can hurt. I'm not saying it won't. It can hurt for sure. But just know that it's not a malicious thing. It is not a judgy thing. It is a self-preservation thing. I think for the friends who might need to distance themselves, my tip would be to give that explanation, right? Don't just say, oh, I can't be friends with you because you're divorced. Hopefully you're self-aware enough to say, hey, I'm feeling triggered by your free time. I'm feeling triggered by your dates and, you know, men showering you with things. I'm feeling triggered by your co-parenting relationship. We're all really at the end of the day, just trying to get through life as best we can. And so if something is impeding that, you can just say that, you know, and hopefully the friend going through the divorce will understand that enough to not be angry about it, to not hold it against you. And perhaps at a later date, you can mend things. So now for my third story, And then the last set of tips, I want to talk about friends who are friends through the marriage or friends that were friends because of your ex. I recognize that my divorce was different in many ways, and this included the ex's friends. My ex's friends were amazing to me both when we were married and when we weren't. And 
when our marriage ended, their interactions with me didn't change for the most part. He is one of those very fortunate people who have had the same core group of friends since he was a child. I think most of them met while in elementary school and have maintained close friendships throughout secondary school, marriages, and kids. They played such an important role in his life that they were even groomsmen at our wedding. And then an added bonus for me was that I got along with many of their significant others. And it was actually really, really nice to be part of this little like pseudo family. All while my ex and I dated and were married, we'd often see each other during date nights, birthdays, bachelor parties, weddings, baby showers, kids events, just any life event. And every time I saw them, they embraced me as if I'd been part of their group since childhood too. It was it was really, really sweet. There were always hugs, laughs, deep conversations, and inside jokes. I'd come to really, really look forward to and treasure any time I got to spend with them. So when we separated and ultimately divorced, I just knew that I wouldn't see them again. And if I did, it wouldn't be pleasant. But I was completely surprised Not only did I see them at parties, weddings, children's events, but they were often the ones going out of their way to make sure that I was invited. It was very assuring to know that my identity as their friend superseded my identity as his wife and that I'd made such a good mark on them that my presence was still valued. And what's more, because it doesn't stop there, I appreciated simply being invited to these things But what meant the most was the care with which they handled my feelings during this time. They would often ask if I was going to feel uncomfortable with him being there. And if I even hesitated while answering, they'd ask how they could mitigate my discomfort. They'd also attempt to give me a heads up if he was planning to attend the event and if he was bringing a plus one. That level of thoughtfulness was rare during my divorce and something I never took for granted, nor forgot. And I know that it is something that most women don't get to experience. I have heard horror stories about friends who completely ignore or shun the party that wasn't initially their friend, or unfortunately, even worse, friends who go out of their way to pick a side and make the other person feel miserable. I sincerely hope that this isn't or will not be your experience. Um, I hope that everyone can just sort of, you know, behave with kindness. These are tough situations. We don't need outside people making it even harder. So my tips after this story are to allow yourself the distractions. So my tips from this story is for the friends. And that is, please do include your friend who's going through a divorce. Do not assume that they don't want to attend an event. Do not assume that they will feel uncomfortable. Include them and let her tell you if, you know what, I'm going to pass, but thank you so much. But please remember to include her. Nothing feels worse than being 
left out at a time when you're already kind of feeling the ultimate being left out. So remember to include them. Remember to allow them to tell you what they need and what they don't need and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. So that was my last story. And now I'm just going to recap all of the tips. First, for those going through a divorce, for all of my friends out there going through the breakup, going through the heartbreak, number one, allow your friends to help. Allow your friends to help. Let them in. Lean on them. Put any pride aside. Put any embarrassment aside. And allow them to help. Number two, Know which of your friends is good for what. I have one friend who I go to who I know she is the queen of holding space. If I need to just talk, if I need someone to just listen, she's it. I have a friend who I go to to talk about the mundane, the day-to-day, the minor things. That is what she is good for. I have a friend I go to to talk about parenting. I have a friend to go to to ask for Christian advice. I have a friend I go to when I need to go out and just let loose and completely forget what I'm going through. So identify which of your friends makes you feel most at ease about what and do not hesitate to go to them for that. You can even tell them like, hey, you are my friend that holds space. I'm coming to you right now because I need you to hold space. Everyone will appreciate knowing what is needed and being able to meet that need. My third tip is be mindful of where your friend is at in their life. As I mentioned, if they're going through a rough patch in their marriage, it may be difficult for them to support you right now. So just be mindful of where they're at. If they're going through a nasty co-parenting struggle, they may be unable to support you going through yours. It doesn't mean any less of your friendship and it doesn't mean any less of them. We're all human. This is just where they're at. My fourth tip is to ask for what you need. People will want to help, but they won't know how. Only you know what help you need. So ask for it. If you, you know, are feeling lazy, ask for food. You know, one of my friends, their husband made food for me right after my ex left. And I think for them, it was very minor. It was very casual. Like, oh, we just made you like an extra helping. It's not a big deal. But I don't cook. So for me, it was a huge deal because the last thing I'm thinking about is food. But I also know that I need to eat. And so that was incredibly meaningful. So ask for what you need. If you need food, if you need a babysitter, if you need a loan, which, you know, if you do that, (laughs) but if you need a loan, if you need someone to go down to the courthouse with you, if you need someone to go see a movie with, whatever you need, ask for it. And your friends will likely, they should be able to accommodate you. And then for the friends, For all of those wonderful women out there supporting us going through this crazy difficult time, thank you. And now a few things for you. 
Number one, as I mentioned, hold space. Allow them to recount the same story over and over again without judgment or criticism or exhaustion. Just hold space for them. Number two, check in with them. They may not always reach out to you when they need you, but trust me, they need you. So just check in periodically. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what do you need today? Hey, you doing all right? Hey, what's the latest? Just check in periodically. Number three, distract. I had a friend who was really great for like, hey, you want to go get lunch? Hey, I'm going out to this paint and sip. You want to come? Hey, I found a new lounge. You want to go? Distract, distract, distract. Get them to get out of their comfort zone. Get them to get out of their head, to get out of their emotions and do something fun. Distract them. Tip number four, help out unsolicited. While I have reminded the women to ask for what they need, they just might not. So if they don't, help out in any way that you think they may need the help. If she's constantly mentioning to you that she's exhausted, she needs just needs a break, maybe you can offer to babysit and don't take no for an answer, you know? So offer to help unsolicited. Number five, follow their lead emotionally. Let them guide where a conversation is going. Let them guide what they need from you at the moment. Just follow their lead. Number six, remind them of their worth, of their value, what makes them so special, and how they're going to be able to survive this. The last tip, which probably deserves its own episode, it would probably be an entertaining one, is be accepting of their shenanigans. We are going through something life-changing. We are going to have shenanigans. I haven't met a single woman who has gone through a divorce who hasn't done something she probably regretted during that process. We're going to do it. I'm so sorry. I'm going to give you the heads up now. It's going to happen. Please just support us. We don't need lots of judgment, criticism, condemnation. Just listen. You can gently say like, hey, you know, let's not make this a habit or hey, you're looking a little crazy out here. Let's not. For sure. For sure. Because you also want to protect our best interest. You want to protect our image. You want to protect our hearts. So for sure, be friendly, but don't be overly judgy. Don't be overly critical. It is a very difficult time and everyone expresses their emotions in very different ways. So just try to be understanding of that. And that is my last tip. That is everything. I feel like it was a little bit all over the place, but as I mentioned, I was trying to tackle a very big subject all in one episode. I could have broken it up into individual ones, but it just didn't quite feel necessary. So hopefully you were able to follow along. Hopefully you understood the parallels between my experiences and what I gleaned from them and turned into tips for you. At the end of the day, the moral of all the stories is that you need your friends and friends, we need you. And so do whatever you can to be there for the one going through the breakup and for my girls going through the breakup, let them be there for you. And I think that sums it all up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Grab Your Light, the podcast. If you enjoyed it, 
please tell a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram so we can talk and become friends. Thank you and have a wonderful, wonderful day, week, and month. Bye.